Greetings and welcome back to Mishnah Yomit, the OU-sponsored program where we study two Mishnayot per podcast. My name is Yitzchak Yat Shalom, and I'm delighted to be studying Masachek to both with you here in this forum. We're now coming to the end of the first parak, uh, Mishnah Tet and Mishnah Yod. And uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, Mishnah Tet is the end of a series of four Mishnayot that deal with conflicting claims uh, and who we believe in these claims about her status. And the last of these is Haitam Mubaret. So now she's pregnant. So there's no question that she had Bia. She's not a married girl. And they asked her, what is this child? Meaning, who's the father's child? And she answers me, which sounds very much like the previous Mishnah. She claims that the father was somebody who was a Kohen. Now it doesn't have to be a Kohen. It has to be somebody who is not Pasul, which means therefore she is not invalidated from marrying a Kohen. They say we believe her. Same exact approach. Just as we had in the previous Mishnah, we assume she had relations with an Mazer. Here we assume that the father, and here there's no doubt that she's pregnant, that the father is a Natin or a Mamzer, meaning that she may not marry into Kuhuna. And then we have the discussion in the Gemara, whether that also affects the child, if the child is a girl. May the girl also not marry into Kuhuna. Until she can prove that the father was a Kohen, like produced the father. Now, the last Mishnah in the Perak, Amar Rabbi Yossi, we'll see how this is related. Ma'aseh B'tinokin is related because the beginning of the second Perak continues with the the position of Rabbi Yeshua. There's a story about a young girl who left town, went outside of town, and went down. That's typically the way the wells would be situated. To go fill up water from the well or from the spring. And she was raped. And we don't know who she was raped by, therefore we don't know her status. So if a majority of the men who live in that city are men who are masilakuna, meaning a woman having beer with them would be able to marry into Kuna, meaning they are regular Kohanim, Levim, Yisraelim, not Chalalim, and not Mamzerim, etc. And this opens up the door for a very interesting discussion in the Gemara about Rov, and about whether you need two Rov, meaning Rov of the people in the city, and Rov of the people who pass through on the outskirts of the city, Rov Siyah, and uh, the whole issue of Kavua and Parish, and some of the very intricate and central Shah Sugyas about determining things based on Rov, appear in the Gemara's discussion here. We have completed our study of the first parak of Tuvot. The next podcast will begin the second parak. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I wish everybody a wonderful day.